Today's show is brought to you by our own bonus episode. Dick, you Same have, as guys. You, you have been slapped by more women than any other guy I know in life. Yeah, and each one was a learning experience. For, for, for them, them not you? me. <laughs> for them. <laughs> yeah, they learned what your face felt like. What is one bigger solution Co- than GPS? Computers, internet, cell phones, radio waves, cell phones, electricity. But, but GPS is only good. There's no downsides to GPS. Yes, there are. It's a pure, what's the downside to GPS? You can be tracked and stalked. You can be harassed. You can be spied on. They can find out where you are at all times, at all locations, anywhere on mm. Earth. All right, that's a good point. Who, do you know who we have to thank for GPS? Ronald Reagan. That's like the guy who discovered that round rocks roll down hills. Uh, the man okay. who turned that into the wheel. Yeah. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Anything else? What else you got for GPS? I brought in mostly things about Reagan. Okay. To be honest. <laughs> Tax reform? I wouldn't say that that's what spawned my first book. It wasn't vanity. That was philanthropy. <laughs> now available at the biggest problem in the universe.com. Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe, from ants to AIDS. With over 3.5 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Welcome back. Sean, welcome back from the penis contest. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. How was it? Did you win? Man, do you know how many questions from my family I have to answer because of you two fuckers? (laughs) Did your family listen to this? Like, uh, I would have gone. Why didn't you invite me? (laughs) (laughs) Big uh, penis aficionados. Proud of their penises. They've been penising for years, for generations. Yeah. Guys, I want to talk a little bit before we begin the show about the show itself. And We are at 3.5 million downloads, if you heard that intro, if you're paying attention, uh, which is huge. But not big enough. Not big enough for this ego. Right. Right? I don't think it is big enough. We need to grow this audience, guys. So I want to make a push. I'm curious. I want to see what you guys have to say in the comments about ideas of growing the show. Here's the thing. I don't want to grow the show to people who don't deserve to listen to it. Mm -hmm. Here's what I want you guys to do. Here's a little homework assignment. I want you to go look at the top 10 comedy podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher or any, any website yeah. Just take, just listen to a minute or two of the top ten comedy webs uh, podcasts, and compare the quality of their podcasts to ours. Compare okay. the audio quality, compare the pacing, compare the dialogue, the conversation, and just see the caliber of show we are delivering to you. Yeah, because someone recently criticized the Mark Maron show. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and I don't want to be shitting on the Mark Maron show. Like what you know, whatever. He's got a very successful show, but he did a show with Obama. And people couldn't believe how bad it sounded. Yeah. The audio sounded awful. It doesn't have Sean. Not even Obama has access to Sean. No. Obama doesn't have enough money or power. Sends me emails every day. (laughs) Hey, Maddox, let me have Sean for a few minutes. Anyway, yeah, I just want to mention that, guys. Uh, Dick, Dick and I just finished recording our bonus episode. Yeah, and if your problem, if, if the reason you didn't buy a bonus episode thus far we, is because there wasn't enough rancorous fighting on the bonus episodes, we solved that for yeah. you this episode. Yeah, we solved that problem. <laughs> and we had a midstream solutions switch. Yeah. 
by a shifty fuck. Because you fucked me. You're the shifty fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I fucked you on a show where there is no contest. Yeah. We also played a, a game, a fun board game brought in by Call the Cops, I Don't Give a Fuck. He said us- that Anthony Maline, uh, Mal- Malison? Yep, that's Mo- what I'm Anthony going with. Anthony Mollison. Anthony Mollison. Yep. He also sent us, Dick. Um, let, me read you, let me read you what he said on yeah. the back of this game board. Dear Dick and Maddox, thank you for such a kick-ass podcast. Uh, it's way better than Mark Maron's. He didn't say that I added that. You guys never <laughs> fail to make me laugh. This is my gift of appreciation to the crew for giving me something so enjoyable. As long as you continue to release new material, I'll keep consuming. Right. He sent us an entire board game that he made. But, uh, Dick, before we go on... Which you won, because at the end of the game, you were the closest to the start. Oh, right? oh, oh yeah. That's what we determined yeah. at the end of that episode, yes. you shifty fuck. That's how you win. Guys, the problems from last week. Ranking number one was selfie sticks. Hmm. Biggest problem in the universe, selfie sticks, followed by no fumar. Oh, the no man. farting problem. You know what, everybody? Uh, fine. Good, good. Let them take everything away from us. Let them take oh. the cigarettes. Let them take the drinking. You know, push the push the smoking age up to forty seven. That's when we're adults, right? Right, right before you hit fifty. That's when you're ready to make choices about your life, right? Not eighteen, not twenty one. Oh, fuck, not even twenty five. Yeah, I, it looks like they haven't taken away your soapbox. <laughs> you know Cry what? Babe. You know what, Maddox? <laughs> you know what you're doing? What? You know what you and all your cronies are doing? What are me hate, and my cronies who doing? Who hate cigarettes so yeah. much? Who what? hate the smell of cigarettes? By the way, yeah. It's not. It's not the smoking. They don't care about the science or the health behind it. It's just the smell. It's just the smell. It's not. But go on. It's just the smell. You guys, you're loading a gun. You're loading a gun. Yeah. That in 50 years, the government is going to turn on meat. Yeah. They're going to take that gun that you guys loaded. And they're going to point it at meat. And they're going to say, you know what? Meat is bad for you. You're not allowed to eat as much meat as you want. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen because it's the same thing. Yeah, it's really dangerous, too, because when I'm in a restaurant eating a steak, someone sitting next to me who's a vegetarian might get some of that residual secondhand steak in their stomachs, right, Dick? You mother- hey, you don't get any secondhand <laughs> smoke when you're outside. Yeah. And it's banned outside. Well, you do. You're not I allowed was in to a smoke bar- in your fucking apartments S- in some cities. Smell my t-shirt, dickhead. I was in a bar last night just standing next to someone who's smoking. Not even that close. Like four feet away. I smell like a fucking chimney. You smell cool. I like that he's wearing yeah. the same t-shirt from last night. <laughs> Shut up, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, we're so glad to have you back from your penis contest. Thank you. Tim Johns says, tell Sean he's never allowed to take off from another podcast ever again. It just wasn't the same without his minutes worth of chime-ins. And laughter. If Sean wants to spend his Saturdays measuring penises, then you and Maddox bring the penises to the studio. <laughs> if he wants to farm that ass, then you and Maddox find some asses and a hoe for his contentment. Uh, you do whatever you have to do to keep this well-oiled machine moving. Well, speaking of keeping the well-oiled machine oh, moving, Oh, wait a minute. Dick. I got more about uh, smoking. Okay. I got some more stats about smoking. You, you guys also said that if smoking is costing you money in healthcare, then it should be banned. Right? Right. And I said, there's no numbers for that. Uh-huh. If there was a number of how much a smoker is costing healthcare, yeah. we would all know it. Because yeah. that's all that would that's all that would be required of these anti-smoking bills. Sure. Be, here's the number. Guess what? There is a number. You know what the numbers say? What? Smokers save the healthcare system money. Yeah, because smoking is now taxed to the point where it's actually feeding into the healthcare that's system. That's part of it. The other part is smokers die early. 
So cool. that last 10 years of your life when you, Maddox, because you still want to ride your bicycle around town, are getting bionic hip replacements and uh, ankle bracelets and knee knee bracers to yeah. keep you moving, smokers are dead. Yeah, because or they're sitting in their homes smoking. Because that's what happened to people who have temperate amount of exercise in their lives, who exercise moderately and stay healthy. They need bionic hip replacements, right, dickhead? That's not a genetic condition. Smokers aren't costing anybody money. They yes. just want to smoke. They're not costing you any money. I brought in a bunch of stats, but I don't care because I'm bored talking about smoking already. Great, because, fuckhead, uh, that, they're taxed heavily in America, but the, the smoking operations, the smoking outfits, have moved over to the Middle East and to the Philippines and to countries where it's not heavily regulated and to countries where the government is corrupt and can be bribed easily. And so then you have them advertising for kids. I've been to Syria. I've been to the Middle East. And guess who the number one smoking de- uh, smoking demographic is? Kids. 14-year-olds. Yeah, because that's all, it is, that's all over the world. That's the same. That's true in America as well. That's no, when kids not. start. That's when kids start. They start well, before they're 18. That's fine, 90% but that's not, of smokers start before they're but 18. They are not targeted. Fuck you. They're not targeted and marketed towards like they are as heavily in Middle Eastern and, and uh, corrupt countries. The smoking operations, yeah, they might be paying into our healthcare system through taxes, but not abroad. You know what, kids? It's cool. Cool. All right, be All right. like me. I'm not even getting paid for that. Great. Dick, uh, before we get on to the comments. You're not going to hear that on Mark Marin. No. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, before we get on with the comments, I we received some fan mail from some some physical fan mail, and oh. I don't check my PO box that much, uh, but I finally did, and I got this comment because can I say because sometimes when you check it, it's full of loose barbecue sauce, <laughs> and nobody wants that surprise <laughs> twice. Yeah, actually, oh. <laughs> Actually, Dick, I did get a package uh, this last weekend. So when I checked my P.O. box, um, I do have a new package I want to discuss on the show. But first, I got a card. This was sent to us way back at uh, episode number 52. Oh, it has (laughs) been a while. Yeah, it's only been uh, two months. Maddox and Dick, congrats (laughs) on episode 52, a.k.a. AKA only one year in quotes. Right. With Dick's easy calculation, thanks for everything you provide us with. Happy birthday to the biggest problem. Now go vote up monkeys. And he sent a card that shows a monkey picking his nose. Yes, vote up the solution of monkeys. The, the problem, dickhead. He's talking about the problem. And he says you couldn't have picked, and he is, the card says you couldn't have picked a better dad than you. And he crossed out better dad. He says bigger problem than you. <laughs> so this is a dad, a happy Father's Day card that he I, sent? I guess. Well, it's for episode <laughs> 52, whichever that was. And this was sent by it's Anthony a- Mollison, the oh. same guy who sent us the board game. Oh, Call cool. the cops IDJAF on Twitter. I don't give a fuck on Twitter. Yeah. Thank you, Anthony. He sent us the card and the board game. That's fucking cool. That's cool. Then I also got, Dick, this is a very special uh, gift I got oh. from one of our fans, one of our listeners. Her name is Christine Fulton. And she sent me an email a while back and said that she, she does these art, these art pieces on dollar bills on different uh, US, U.S. currency. Cool. So she sent us some. She asked me if, if we'd like some for the show, and she made us yeah. custom artwork for each of us. And really? Yeah, here, I'll, I'll present you first Sean's. This well, is Sean's. Sean's Sean's. Okay, yeah, here you go, Sean. Why don't you, why don't you tell, us, tell us what it is? You welcome back from the penis contest. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> it's on a dollar bill, and she painted what? Oh, my God. She painted two giant dicks and balls with cum dripping out of it on, 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, this no. Is uh, a, hang on. No, I can't this see. This is a gift or this is a gag? What it is, looks really good. No, she, it's and, a and, really well the, done. The cum is dripping onto a hot dog. All right. Yeah. There and you it go. Says, and it says stat. As a penis you know, judge, what would what would what would this pass as at the penis contest? What would you grade this as? And show dick. Show the pass well, the, know, pass yeah, the yeah, dollar around. Yeah. They're kind of short dicks. Yeah. Oh, well, well they're, I'll, they're, I'll be the judge not, of that. They're not contest winners. Sean, they're growers, not showers. Oh yeah, Sean. First of all, uh, this one's uncircumcised on the right. These are really high quality penises. They're high quality no, they penises, penises, right? Yeah. They're sh- they they're look shaded good. well. Good penises. Next, I would like to present you. Dix, Dix was drawn on a 20. She spent, this is an actual $20 bill, guys. This is a $20 bill. It even has the marker thing in the corner where they test, test for counterfeits. All right, let's go. There's, there's, I know what a 20 Dix. looks like. Yeah, turn it to the side. It's, a, it's, is, a, it's mean, turn portrait. It to the side. Yeah, there you go. Oh, it's a, it's a glass of whiskey. Glass of whiskey. All right. Yeah. Two ice cubes. That's just how I like it. And no straws. I'll flick those straws right out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Top shelf on the bottom. There's a rainbow on the bottom. And I believe there's a 52 written somewhere there, too, for the Let proof. See. You uh, see it in the glass? Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably 52 episodes, though. Oh, 52, 52 episodes. That's right. would be Saki there. Uh, yeah. So she sent me a good one. Drink good one. McGee. I don't give a shit. <laughs> she sent a note. She said, Maddox, thanks. Oh, this is great. And this is, like, typed, too. This is hand-typed. Well, I guess machine-typed. Um, <laughs> she says, Maddox, thanks for the laughs times 50. And for accepting your tip without hesitation. She put tip in quotes. Good job on being right about most everything. Guardians of Xandar was fucking terrible. Christine. Thank you, Christine. And then there's a little PS here. It says, PS, sprayed bills with a fixative so they can be so they can be handled or recirculated if times get hard. <laughs> That's interesting. So then comes with mine. Mine's the final one. She Spent a 50 on this, guys. This is an actual $50 U.S. Oh bill. Look at this one. Dick, you, you, uh, oh, you describe it. Oh, it's a naked lady. Naked it's lady. A naked, uh, it's a naked half unicorn lady, but she's got a dick instead of a horn. By the way, did you see Colin perk up here? <laughs> My brother-in-law's in the studio we got, today. Yeah, we got Colin. a studio guest. He perked up when, I, when he said naked lady. Naked lady. You like yeah. this? You yeah, like this naked well. lady, Colin? Take a good look yeah, at that. Yeah, pass lady. it around. She's got do you a, want me to make her dance for you? Doot, 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 doot. I'm shimmying the bill from side to side for those of you who can't see. That's nice, everyone. Nice rack. Yeah. First of all, that's those are some big bees. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also got a sock. She's also got a sock puppet on her hand where it's got devil horns. Uh, and there's a very intricate, tiny drawing of your face on her inner thigh. Yeah, that's what usually where my where you find my face. Inner thigh mm. of women. Wow, not me. <laughs> I make them work. Oh, it's no work, my friend. Going down on women is no work? Not for me, man. What do you, what do, Second you do? Second age, I do that shit in my just, sleep. <laughs> oh, man, that would be... Oh, that would make that deal. Hey, the snoring's a stimulant. <laughs> it's like a little vibrator down there. <laughs> like a chainsaw. Uh, and finally, I got, I got a package. Okay. Uh, from Justin Deering, I believe. It says, Maddox, so you you, you mentioned uh, barbecue sauce. It says, Maddox, I offer you this barbecue sauce in tribute. It has been packaged in a superior manner than previous attempts by persons or butts unknown. I'm sending two copies of my book. He's a publisher. He's a published, or, uh, published author. Hmm. One for you and one for Dick. Please contact me if it would be feasible for me to discuss with you, with both you guys, what I consider to be the biggest problem in the universe, doomsayers or 
Should that read, end of the world dipshits? I defer to you on that correct phrasing of that, and I can be reached at blah, blah, blah. That sounds like a private message. Then he said said here, if the barbecue sauce does leak, I guess it's not the end of the world. And he sent us this package, guys. I'm pulling out here a Ziploc (laughs) bag of McDonald's barbecue sauce. Yeah, it's leaking. Tangy barbecue. And it has leaked. It is leaking. So you fucked that up. Yeah, you fucked that up. You should have prepped for that doomsday a little better. Although, I will say this. Um, it is better packaged than Butt Sanchez's package <laughs> yeah. because none of the barbecue sauce has left the Ziploc bag. Well, what thankfully. else is in there? And he sent us two copies of his book, one for me and one for Dick. And here are the books. The book is called The End of the World Delusion, and it has an a-, a big asteroid on it 2012. with 2012 on it. Did how he miss do- the boat on this 2012 thing? Maybe. It says here the, the subtitle is How Doomsayers Endanger Society by Justin Deering. Justin, it sounds like you have... <laughs> You have a horse in this race by bringing in doomsayers. So wait a minute, wait a minute. He just got an ad on this show for the cost of four McDonald's tangy barbecue sauce packets? Sounds like Did it. you just get duped into an ad? No, what? he sent us his book. He's a fucking genius. Yeah, he's a genius. He sent us his self-published book on the 2012 end of the world delusion. No, Dick, this isn't, uh, I don't think this is self-published, is it? It's by um, iUniverse.com Press. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fan, I got some awesome fan art I got to show you. Wait, 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 you guys know there's messages written to you in oh, there. Yeah. Oh, really? he, yeah. He signed this. Mine says, to Maddox, the least worst problem in the universe, congratulations on your latest book. Wishing you a long and healthy career as you make people happy by making other people miserable. Thank you, Justin. Uh, to Dick Maddox's right-hand man, I'm sure there's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, it's me. One year, that's a titanic achievement. Congratulations on the 52nd anniversary. I hope you have as much fun tormenting Maddox as we do listening. I do. Good pun. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, speaking of fan art, did you see the giant head fan art that somebody made of me? Yeah. This week? Pretty well done. Pretty well done. It's black and white, very stylish. Pretty awesome, man. It's not, I, I think that's accurate. Did it's you not, see that, Sean? That's that the coolest head? picture of me that I've ever seen. All right? I got it's, that printed on a T-shirt. Did you really? Yeah. I got him to send me a high-res version. I you can put it on uh, my Spreadshirt shop. Uh, that up. Yeah. I'm wearing a, a Power Gem, a Titanic heart of the... First of all, did you know that? did you know this heart... Reference? Did you get this heart gem reference? This diamond heart pendant uh, that I'm wearing in the picture? I just assume everything is Game of Thrones. Oh, that Titanic? That's from Titanic. The gem and Titanic. Yeah. You're going to learn all about right. it I in a couple not. episodes. I will not. Okay. All right. Pretty awesome. Garbage. Pretty awesome. All right. I got a comment from Jordan Scott Ling. It's a, he says, it was pink. Oh, first of all, I want to mention um, the last episode I mentioned my, my sister passed away, and a lot of you. There was a huge outpouring of support. Thank you all for your kind wishes and messages to me. Everybody said condolences, and their heart went out to me. Everyone was really nice to me in the comment, for the most part. Then uh, Jordan Scott Ling says, It was pancreatic cancer, dickhead, in response to uh, to uh, Bill Hicks dying from cancer. You, I said you, it was lung cancer, and it was actually pancreatic cancer. Bill Hicks actually called in. Oh, yeah? Yeah, to, to well, correct you. Let's hear what he says. Hey, Maddox, Dick, how's it going? Bill Hicks here from Beyond the Grave, and uh, this is how we talk. Well, I just want to let you guys know that I know Maddox said in the last episode that, uh, you know, I died from lung cancer, but that's total horseshit. I died from pancreatic cancer, you fucking retard. All right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Answer. What's wrong? Can't handle a little bit of cigarette smoke? Figures from a guy that's favorite fucking whiskey is some sorority girl drink. Cinnamon mm. fireball bullshit. That's a good point. Anyways, uh, Maddox, go fuck yourself. Dick, keep being awesome. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Bill Hicks, man. Think of Bill Hicks. <laughs> Pancreatic cancer, gone. I forgot to mention that Daggers for Teeth is the one who did that amazing art of me that I'll be posting later. Cool. Daggers for Teeth, uh, the, the Twitter account? Yeah. Daggers for Teeth. Cool. Um, we also didn't mention GameObliterator.biz. Yeah. Made that by got Des- sent in. Denzel uh, Walks. Denzel mm-hmm. Walks made that website, GameObliterator.biz, Tom Phillips' website. He's yeah. the designer that Tom Phillips hired to create his website. Oh, for right. He yeah. was, if you remember, Denzel was at our live show. Oh, that's right, that Denzel. Yes, oh, that I know Denzel. Denzel. He's yeah. wearing the shovel night shirt. That guy's cool. I remember. Yeah, it was, so uh, one of our fans showed up to our live show, Denzel, and mm-hmm. he created the GameObliterator.biz website for yeah. on behalf of Tom Phillips, who's a real person and not right. Mysterious Coconuts. Right. Yeah. I got a comment from Matt Barr. He said, the Street Fighter guy, he says, oh. oh, and by the way, there was so much acrimony and crying in the comments last time from people who were defending Super Smash Brothers, your garbage game. Hold on, here you go. I got one who called in. Hey, Xanox, you stupid-ass piece of shit. <laughs> Listen here, you fucker. Smash Brothers is one of the most highly technical fighting games this side of the fucking universe. So if you want to talk shit about my game, fucking fight me. I don't care what you want to fucking fight in. Marvel vs. Capcom, Street Fighter. I think you might lose that one, too. Did, did, did my voice just cut out his fucking call? You pussy. Come back here. I think he... I Let's think hear that's, that. That's it? Well, yeah, technology isn't capable of oh. hanging up the phone. Oh, well, well, well. You get you rage quit your own fucking phone call into the show, <laughs> you pussy. I'll fight you in real fucking life. How about that? Is that a technical fight? Punch of the face. You want to fight idiot. that guy in real life? I'll fight that guy in real life over Super Smash Brothers. I'd rather have a real life fight than Super Smash Brothers. I'll go to jail. I don't give a shit. Okay, Maddox, I've got a two-page treatise on why Super Smash Brothers is the greatest fighting game and most technically oh challenging gosh, fighting man. game ever These made. These fucking crybaby morons. I think they're right, though. No, I watched a slow-motion breakdown so of I. a Smash Brothers of a melee fight. Yeah. And there are there's an incredible amount of moves and ooh, counter ooh. moves going on. Wow, counter moves and counter moves. You know, Matt Barr sent that video in. He said, "Say what say what you will about other iterations, Maddox, but Super Smash Brothers Melee is insanely complex and competitive at high levels of play, and it's totally a fighting game. And in parentheses, based off sumo wrestling. Yes, and yes, is yes. totally a fighting game. He's defending that it's even a fighting game. I won't do any angry rant or anything. It's almost I just, a ballet. It's so complex. Oh yeah, right? it's a ballet, all right." He says, I just suggest a ballet you, of carnage. I say, he says, I suggest you watch this two-minute video, and then he linked to the stupid YouTube video that half the fucking dipshits in the comment section last time vi- uh, linked to. It's a video where it shows, oh, this, is Super Smash Brothers not complex? Well, watch this. And then it's, it shows a sequence that happens in, in the, uh, over the span of like 10 or 15 seconds uh-huh. where some guy knocks out the guy off the cliff. And then they, get, they, they, they play it back in slow motion, right. and then they show each button sequence that the person presses and i counted them it's 36 guys that's not that fucking complex but you it throw two like fireballs two seconds dick so does the fucking uh, uh two or three fireballs why do you why don't you watch dago's street fighter perry where he won the world championship that's fucking complex street fighter is like chess super smash brothers you have characters that teleport you have characters that clone themselves you have characters that shoot projectiles you have characters that fall through platforms you have characters that are big and it's unbalanced it's garbage it's diarrhea and it's fucking stupid it's fighting tourism you guys want to play a real fighting game See me on the Street Fighter court, buddy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say see me in the real world for a second, but I remembered who was talking. Well, I don't know if there's anything in this email that uh, Jacob sent in that will um, 
will counter that. He says Melee's AP actions per minute oh. rivals that of StarCraft. Whoa. Which means every minute there are about 300 inputs. Yeah. Maddox, what does that mean? I'm genuinely asking me- you what the hell that means. Okay, what they're talking about is uh, is actions per minute, APM or APS, actions per second, whatever. It's a big pissing contest Ooh. Uh, metric. Right. It's a big pissing contest metric that people use to defend their shitty video game when it comes under attack. So StarCraft users say, well, a really complex StarCraft fighter does a lot of actions per minute. Guys, you don't have to necessarily do a lot of actions per minute in order for the game to be complex or difficult. And by the way, if you have to press so many fucking buttons all the time, that doesn't suggest that the game is balanced, does it? You can play a game that you don't press a lot of actions per minute. Like, Uh for example... Uh, what's the what's the uh, fighter game where you knock each other? No, with the with the. Uh, <laughs> look at all these fucking non-gamer rookies laughing at that joke. That's the dumbest joke I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> okay, Star Lord, I, I, I don't, don't know, know anything saying. about games. <laughs> I admit it. So funny. Keep going. What zero? Game? That's a zero out of five stars. So that joke. G- <laughs> it's just funny because it was so wrong. <laughs> all right, Sean. At least you know that. All right. So anyway, no, the uh, Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive games. Oh, that's a hot game. It's a hot game, the boobs. Yeah. But How about the volleyball version of that game where you can buy them outfits? Not a fighting game. Not a fighting game. Mm, That game game is is pretty. I'll wrestle my uh, weasel to that game. How's that for a fighting game? Right, Dick. All right, I'm done talking about this. <laughs> you guys have ruined my mood. I'm in a foul mood already. This is going to be a shit show. Wrestle my weasel. <laughs> I've never heard that. My, my favorite was uh, roughing up the suspect. I'll rough up that suspect. Okay, okay. Let's put the, let's put the, um, the Street Fighter contest to the next level. All right? Well, hold on. Before, before we go, go on, ahead. I just want to say, if, you, if your fighting game is so fucking complex and cool, why don't you compare it to other fighting games instead of a real-time strategy game? It's, you're comparing the number of moves per minute to a strategy game? That's like comparing the number of moves in Street Fighter to chess, you fucking idiot. I got another voicemail for you. Hey, yo, Maddox, what's going on? This is Vlad. I'm an editor over at Polygon.com. How's it going, bro? I heard about your Street Fighter feed on Twitch, and I tell you what, I was blown away when I saw your amazing skills at Street Fighter, consisting of Hadoukens and more Hadoukens and nothing else, a truly groundbreaking strategy. I would like to reference you in my 2D fighting games for a noobs article. Feel free to reach me at 866-DICK-GO-FUCK, a nice woman, because Maddox obviously hasn't done that yet. Oh, boy. I wonder if that's the same. I wonder if that guy knows the bodybuilding guy. Who wanted to use your leg day routine? <laughs> it sounds of like squats. It. Yeah. And more squats. Yeah. The menshealth.com. And then what was the other one? The right. fitness magazine or readers. I, I don't know. There's so many of them. What Vlad, was that weird speech impediment that he had, that he had though? He said that he was a vampire. Um, <laughs> Vlad, oh. here's, here's what I have to say to you <laughs> go fuck yourself and fuck Polygon. And fuck your bullshit little contest. Okay. You don't even understand the strategies of a pro gamer. All right? Why don't you tune into Twitch and watch me and learn? Because I was on there the other night, Dick. Did you see what I was doing? I well, create I created somebody sent in some stuff that you oh, were doing. Great. It's not I I would call it unholy. What'd they send in? Uh Clay, you know, one of the artists for our show who yeah. draws the thumbnails. He does the thumbnails, yeah. He sent me some things you were making on your Twitch that you were teaching people how to make in three okay. D. Yeah. And I, 
I was. I gotta ask you what this is because it looks like uh, some kind of aborted fetus that you're showing people how to make. What is that? Oh, that's Mario. That's Super Mario. Oh my! Look, it looks <laughs> like Super Mario. Sean's making a face of approval. Colin thinks it's cool. He's shaking his head. No, like no way. That's so. That can. That's so <laughs> no good. Way a person made that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so good. Maddox, this is really. It looks like a piece, a pile of shit that someone spray painted Dude, to look like Mario. It, it look, that looks like a pile. <gasps> that looks like a pile of shit. It looks <gasps> like a. It looks like a Harlequin baby. Is that my gasp? It yeah, that's like- your gasp. <gasps> <gasps> How dare you? How dare all of- I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue everyone related to this show. Well, this is a better angle. You guys tell me. Does that look like Mario or does <laughs> yeah. that not look yeah. So this is you're you're making these on your Twitch stream and teaching people how to make this, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. Um pretty it good looked to me. like a, it looks like a baby that someone would have if they like jizzed it sideways. <gasps> And then there's I don't I uh, I sent this to Jim Carrey because I think this next one is the actual cause of autism. Oh boy. It's you making Sonic the Hedgehog. This is going to be a good joke. Let's see let's that see was, this. That was, that was, <laughs> that the, was joke. the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I got to bring it up here. Where are you, Sonic? Oh, here we go. Okay. This is this is an animated gif. Of you making it, so it should be playing. Someone here. made an animated GIF of me making Sonic. Yeah, of your Twitch stream. Cool. That's a tutorial. That's that's a meme. Spread that shit, guys. Learn something for a change. It, but they look they look awful. Dick, I mean, how- these look these look awful. Okay, that was not done. That was a screenshot of it not done yet. Yeah, but like. Midway through the World Trade Center construction, it didn't look like God had just shit in the middle of Manhattan. And that's what this looks like. It should look like it's shaping into something. Dick, are you a 3D modeler? Uh, if, if you call this 3D modeling, then yes. No. Because I've, sh- no. I've taken shits that look like this before. <laughs> you're not, Dick. You're not a 3D modeler. You don't understand the complexity. Uh, alloys. <laughs> Alloys and things of the molecular structures. You don't understand the complexity. You Uh don't understand the mind it takes and the approach it takes to do 3D modeling. So you see that and you think, oh, I'm dumb and I don't understand 3D modeling, just like everyone else who is watching that Twitch stream. And you'll take a screenshot of it not being finished and sending that in. You see a house, you see a house being constructed. You don't take a picture of the skeleton of the frame of the house and say look at this piece of shit house you wait until it's finished have the courtesy and respect to let a great master finish his masterpiece before you criticize it i think we're gonna have to put it up to the fans you guys can go to the website uh, biggestproblemtheuniverse.com and check out these abortions please do and they're not abortions they're masterpieces all right should we get on to the problems let's we do it, are Dick. eating up time yeah all right you ready my problem sharks Sharks. Sharks. The animal. Oh. The shark. Well, well, well. First of all, guys, sharks are an apex predator. Uh Okay? Cool. That's the same as us. We are apex predators. Yeah. And they control more land than us. They don't control land. Volumetrically. Sure they do. The bottom of the sea? Uh, you walk into the ocean? Who you got? Who you have to answer to? Shark. Sharks? Shark will come out of nowhere and bite you right in your dick. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't. They don't care. They don't even care what they're biting for. They don't bite your dick, dick. Sure, you are you promising me that I won't get my dick bitten by a shark if I'm in shark infested waters? You can't make that promise, Maddox. Wow. I don't care how bad you are at 3D rendering. You can't make that promise. I mean, sharks' eyesight isn't that good. 
Wouldn't be able to find it. They go right. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> it's a one biter. It's a species war. Okay, between us and the sharks. It's a. This is the definition of a race war between us and sharks. No, it's not. This is the definition of a race war that's starting. It's ramping up. Dumb. Sharks have attacked ten people off the coast of North and South Carolina this oh. year. Whoa! This year, how ten. many sharks have we attacked? Not enough. Countless. That's not enough. That's what I say. We've attacked countless sharks. Uh, sharks. Chinese people hunt sharks for their fins, for shark fin soup. Makes you boners they should, last They long. should hunt them for pride. Yeah. We shouldn't even be using those fins. You hate sharks. I hate sharks, and I hate everything that has to do with sharks. Oh, I think sharks I hate are cool. Shark Week as well. You hate Shark Week? I, it's, 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 it jumped the shark. Oh. It did. Lo- it's lo- nothing but regurgitated footage. <laughs> it's oh, regurg- there's almost no new footage every year. And you know what it is, Sean? It's people telling me how sharks are just being sharks. And they're, it's, 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 the, it's an entire... It's an entire company devoted to telling me about how sharks are not bad guys when they are. Every fucking shark-loving piece of shit out of I went to the zoo with my sister and her kid. What's the first thing I see when I go into the aquatic area is, you know what, sharks have a, sharks have a bad reputation, but really they're just being themselves in their own habitats. Fuck that. Them being themselves, that, us being ourselves is also killing sharks. I'm sick of shark apologists. It's like people, shark apologists are like women who write to uh, prisoners. It's like women who marry prisoners. You know that mindset? Yeah. Yeah. I'm writing to this guy in jail and I want to get married to this dangerous, murderous psychopath. Yeah. That's, if you're a shark apologist, that's you. Because sharks are murdering machines. They're, okay. They outlive the dinosaurs. First of all, Dick, they're not murdering machines. How often does a human die from a shark attack? I almost. Stats. Yeah. Hold on. Great. Don't, don't guess and embarrass yourself. Oh, I know I have it's the almost real stats. I'll say it right now. I'm wagering that it's almost never. It's less than less than a thousand people a year. What is it? Oh, oh no, they think there's only about a hundred or so worldwide attacks reported every year. All right. Yeah. It's probably more because some of the probably a lot more because no one reports in the attacks where the guy just got eaten whole. Well, right, Sean, there's, true us- or false. there's usually a witness. Here's the, here's the number of shark attacks since uh, 1580. 1,100. <laughs> in, the US, in the U.S. In the U.S. In the U.S., though, Australia, 650. Wow, Australians That's are juicy. Australians are t- delicious people. Those are attacks of spite, though. Yeah. That's my point. These sharks have to be stopped. They're, they're invading. They're invading. You know what happens when sharks invade our waters, we do nothing about it. Yeah, well, no, we do. We put up signs and tell people, hey, uh, stay out of the water. What the fuck? Put up a <laughs> sign that says you're not allowed to swim here? Fuck you. Yeah. I swim wherever I want to swim. Oh, Maybe yeah? I polluted this water too much and I can't swim there, but some fucking shark isn't going to tell me where to swim. Then fucking swim there, you big fucking then pussy. I'm get in the get- water. Then get I'm going to get my ass bitten Quah. off. Not me. I'm not afraid to swim with sharks. I'll punch them. I've been in a shark cage, buddy. I've barfed on a shark. A That's cage. a fact. A cage. No. What a pussy. Are you going to fight Matt Barr at Street Fighter in a cage, too, so you don't yeah. get hurt? Real funny. Real funny joke. Uh, this, is, this is true, Dick. I have been in a shark cage before. Have you? Have you ever been in a shark cage, Sean? No. No, neither no. of you. Bunch of pussies. No. I've been have in you, a shark cage. With great whites? Not great whites. I'm, no, I'm working on it. tiger sharks. 
Tiger oh, well, sharks. Oh, no. Were they really tiger sharks? They were tiger sharks, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were. I Because I just wanted a picture of me flipping off a tiger shark, and I got it. It's, it's amazing. Was your hand outside of the cage or It inside? was outside of the cage. Mm. It was definitely outside of the cage. And by the way, that. this was the first time I ever went snorkeling, too. Uh, so someone handed me a snorkel and said, here you go. So I had to figure out how to snorkel and get in a shark cage and take my underwater camera out and flip off a shark one-handed while taking a photo. I got it. I got the shot. It's so amazing. Wait. You're floating at the top of the cage because you have to snorkel. So you yeah. Have to, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah ready this to was, jump back in the boat at at any moment. Hey, well, you are already in a cage, Dick. You're not making a statement about bravery, but which, by the way, a lot of people are too pussy to get in a shark cage too. And by and by the way, sometimes those break. Those shark cages aren't entirely invincible. So anyway, I got in this shark cage, and the water's really choppy. And I got out. We went down in two different groups, right? This was, uh, I believe, in Hawaii. And I got out, and my friend was really nauseous, and he barfed overboard. And the, the captain said, "Go ahead and aim for this buoy, right?" Okay. And uh, and he hit, he hit it. He hit the buoy. But as soon as I see someone barf, I got to barf. So the captain cool. said, "Do yeah. what other people are doing." Well, that's cool. It's when it comes too. to when it comes to nausea, you know, uh, if I see someone barf, I got to barf. So uh, the captain came, uh, I mean not always, but but this this happened to be. I'll tell you why in a minute. He said, "Go over the side and aim for the buoy." And I said, "Okay." They were feeding the shark. As the sh- as the shark came up, I threw up on the shark. Good. I threw up 3 times and two of them landed on the shark. Good, I barfed good. on a shark twice. Yeah. The same shark. Fuck sharks. Wow. I don't know, man. I think sharks are fucking cool. Although, why are sharks cool? Fuck sharks, yeah. I, I mean, I flipped one off. That's fucking cool shit. I'm fucking cool shit. Sharks are cool because they have big teeth, and they eat things, and they kill things. That's fucking cool. That's why I like lions. Lions are cool. You like lions? Lions are cool. All right. Sean, you like lions, sharks? Yeah. Nodding his head. He likes all that shit. It's cool, you know what? Dick. Why don't you guys just go fuck a shark then? Good. Fuck both of you. Maybe I will. They're taking our beaches, man. They're not taking our beaches, you big pussy. Sharks aren't a problem. Uh, Recife in Brazil, one of the most beautiful beaches in the world, right? Yeah. A uh, little bit up, a little bit up the coast, they build a port, and they have to dig an estuary to for the sh- for the ships, so the ships can come in and dock at the port. Right. 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 What happened? They created a migration channel for sharks. So now this beautiful beach is infested with sharks. Do you know why? Because they're going there to rook. There was a huge increase in attacks, and it's because they had a slaughterhouse there. And the, all the uh, stuff they weren't using, they were sending down that channel and attracting sharks from miles away, and they were attacking people. Sharks are a big problem. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Great. While, they're, while they were interviewing a lifeguard about this beach, a shark bit a woman's butt off. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Maddox. Yeah. Garbage. Garbage problem. A dog would never bite a woman's butt completely off. Dogs have eaten people's faces off, dickhead, and people get bit by dogs way more often than sharks, and, pe- and dogs give you rabies, dogs give you all sorts of problems, dogs ruin friendships. Dogs, I tell you what, dick, I have never stepped on shark shit walking around on the sidewalk. Never. Not once have I, have I stepped on shark shit. Not once has a shark ruined my life or ruined my week, except for on TV. I always walk around, and I'm always fucking stepping on dog shit, and you, your defense, you, you think, what if the sharks, Dick, what if the sharks are just uh, raised by, what if they're raised poorly? What, what if they're raised by crazy people? Sharks? Huh? Yeah. They're all raised by crazy people. Oh. They're raised by sharks. So, okay. Sharks, sharks are doing what they know best, Dick, which is to oh, bite the shit off of me. fucking shark apologist. I fucking this is sh- what you idiots sound like. Yeah. That's it. I'll eat a shark. I don't give a shit. 
Anyway, wildlife experts say there are now fewer than 3,500 great white sharks left in the ocean. That's, that makes now the perfect time to strike and wipe them all out. Okay? <laughs> great, Dick. We do not need these apex predators floating around breeding more great white sharks. Yeah. Sound like big crybaby. Why don't you go vote up babies? And by babies, I mean Dick Masterson. Why do you love sharks so much? They're just cool. Oh, they're just cool. They're cool. They're the ocean's, they're the ocean's, um, uh, what is it? Well, I want to say whales are the ocean's garbage disposal. They'll eat anything. Whales, they'll eat, uh. As long as it's plankton. As long as, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) They'll eat anything as long as as it's plankton and algae, yeah. What, what, Sean? I was going to say tiger sharks. They call those things swimming garbage cans. Yeah. They will eat anything. Yeah. Well. They couldn't eat my middle finger. Too tough. 100 million sharks are killed every year. Not yeah. enough. <laughs> Not, Not enough. enough. Happy wow. Shark Week. That's what I think about sharks. Yeah. Shark genocide. That's Dick Masterson. Shark genocide activist. We're, we're already in the war. Why don't you just round them up, put them on a train, Dick? Send them to Sharkwitz. Sharkwitz? Sharkwitz, yeah. Finicide. Finicide. There you go. Sharks don't bother anyone. Sharks are fucking bored in the sea. They're bored by our boats, by our swimming, by our technology. Sharks are more interested in catching other sharks. Did you hear about that? That big shark that's been catching uh, great whites? No. Oh, yeah, there's this giant shark. It's a relative of, I think it's a, uh, its ancestor was it's, a megalodon. I think it's a relative of no, Angelo's no, no, no. mom, wasn't it's it? It's a bigger great white. <laughs> it's a bigger great white. white. It is, yeah. My fucking yeah. mom joke, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's a, yeah, it is, it's a giant great white that's been eating other great whites. Okay, good. Maybe it's yeah. some kind of a robot. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Dick, is that, is that all you got? Yeah, that's my problem. Oh, I got a real problem. I got the real biggest problem in the universe this week. French bread. <laughs> oh, j- you're leading with French bread. yeast, and a flip gun. That's all you need to make your own French bread. Today, on The French Chef. <laughs> French bread. Real problem. Yeah, I'm leading with French bread, Dick. Against sharks? I'm pre- I feel pretty confident about this. Well, okay. Here's what I got. French bread. The crust is awful. The bread dries out immediately and cuts the roof of your mouth, right? Do you, do you like French? Does anyone like French bread? I don't really know what it is. Like, I know big, what a baguette is. It's essentially a baguette, but the, the, one, the, the stuff that you buy, especially in America. Look, I've, I've had baguettes in French. Mm-hmm. In France, rather. And when they come out of the oven, they're fresh. They're chewy. You get those bubbles inside them. Mm. The crust is has just em- enough of that malleability where it's a little bit elastic. That was a mouthful. Malleability? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like en- intellectualism. <laughs> yeah, okay. It has the right amount of malleability. It has air bubbles in it. It's delicious, right? Uh-huh. But only when it, like the life, the shelf life of French bread is two to five minutes. Two to five minutes after, throw it away. Uh-huh. It's not even worth, like, just put your foot in it and walk around with a shoe because it's that tough. French bread is disgusting and it's awful. Do you have a picture of it? I really don't know what French bread is exactly. There yeah. you go. Here's some French bread for you. Okay, that's, it's a baguette. That's what I thought it was. It's essentially, it's essentially a baguette. Yeah. But the stuff that they sell in grocery stores especially is, is awful. They make hoagies with it. They make sandwiches with it. The amount of bread that you get in these... In these um, these these loaves versus the crust, the it's it's something like seventy percent of your sandwich is fucking bread. When you make a sandwich on French bread, okay, 
right? Yeah. It's like it's kind of like a VW bug where they have the the ceilings are rounded. Yeah. And you have all that waste. I know what space a sandwich the- looks like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want you to confuse it for a square tube or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the box? The bonus episode when yeah. you're when you called a a box with no lid on it a square tube. <laughs> So you have a problem with too much bread on your sandwiches, man? Too much bread, and also it, it cuts the roof of your mouth. It's flavorless, awful bread. It's brittle garbage. That's <laughs> what French... It's powdery, shitty bread. It's the shittiest bread, and it's the most common bread, French bread. Why? It's like French fries. Does it last a long time? French bread? Yeah. No. Oh. Two to five minutes, I told you. Hmm. Yeah. Why I go is to it restaurants. so common, then? I, I don't fucking know, man. It's just the bread. It's the de facto. It's kind of like the iPhone. It's a shitty phone. Oh, Everybody God. objectively thinks the iPhone's a piece of shit. Everybody voted it down. Uh, voted it. Uh, voted down the I, the Android fuckheads problem that you brought in and voted up iPhones. And yet people still yeah. use it. I don't know why. The touchscreen is garbage. By the way, you fucking assholes. You won. You idiots won. I have a touch phone now, a touchscreen phone. I fucking hate it. I'm always using voice to text. It doesn't fucking work. It's inaccurate. It's garbage. I don't have a, a physical keyboard. My messages are, are garbled pieces of shit. My notes are garbage. Everything's garbage on this phone. I can't look anything up. Oh, great. I just missed a call. Fucking garbage. I hate this phone. Is you it won. an iPhone? No. You should try an iPhone. I have, dickhead. Hey, by the way, every time I use an iPhone, I realize another fucking feature that I've just taken for granted on Android because it's so fucking obvious that it doesn't have to be released in a keynote in the next revision of the iPhone, which is, by the way, just the same as the last revision. Uh But every time they have a new innovation that they steal from Android, they say, oh, well, now you can do this new fucking thing. And every iPhone user gets on Facebook and Twitter and just heralds how genius Steve Jobs is. Oh, suck your dick, Steve Jobs. Oh. Dick, dick, dicks all over their face, jizz all over their face. They love Apple products. And here's the innovation. Here's the thing you can't do with iPhones. Okay, is there a single button that just clears out all the windows that you have open? No the home button. No, there isn't. No, that doesn't. Do that doesn't. When you when you have the apps listed, right? Uh-huh. You have to slide off each app individually to get oh, rid of them. You want to like shut them down? Yeah. Do you really? That, why would you want to do oh, exactly. that? Exactly. Uh, that is the number one argument I get from a dipshit Apple user. As soon as you point out a deficiency, <laughs> they say, "Well, why would you want to do that?" And you know what they said when I first pointed out that iPhones can't send MMS messages? That's uh-huh. a picture message for you, fucking idiot d- uh, luddite dullards who don't understand because you're using iPhones. By the way, they said, "Well, we wouldn't use that anyway." And then when I pointed out that you can't install apps, the original iPhone uh-huh. didn't allow people to install apps. And you know what? The number one fucking rebuttal was well we wouldn't use that anyway because we can use web apps yeah idiots so why would you want to clear the apps no reason dick because for for somebody to argue that the apple iphone is time saving because it saves the the few seconds of you reaching into your pocket and checking your cell phone your your time is so precious and yet you have all the time in the world when it comes to turning off apps and shutting them down you don't see any value in pressing (laughs) one button and getting rid of all of your apps at at once i don't shut my apps down why would i do that yeah, why would you why would you want to your phone to run more efficiently and be more battery effective, right? Aren't they just like in RAM suspended somewhere? <laughs> well, you think? 
No, well, they're, they're running. running. They're running in the background. They're taking up RAM. And by the way, that RAM is no. a precious resource. When you I get don't phone think they're calls, doing that, though. Well, it doesn't matter what you think. It, the fact is they are. <laughs> kind of does. No, it doesn't. Because it wasn't even until the latest version of the iPhone that they released a task manager that showed you specifically which apps were t- using battery. So mm-hmm. now that they do, you can see all these apps in the back, running in the background on your phone sucking up your precious battery resources and your bandwidth and your data. All this shit that's just running in the background in your iPhones. You fucking dullards don't even understand what your phone is doing. Garbage. Anyway, French bread. So can you not shut down your apps on French bread either? (laughs) What's what's the problem with French bread? I told you. It's dry and disgusting. So it's stale bread. What kind of bread do you like? Well, Because I I think French bread is pretty convenient. You just chop off the tip. (laughs) You chop off the tip. Chop off the tip, you make yourself a sandwich. You can't make a Reuben out of it. You need some rye for that, but if you just want a little cheese and bologna sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess I got nothing, Dick. If you want a cheese and bologna sandwich, guys, go ahead and vote down French bread. All right. Great. Are you done with that? Or you have more on French bread? Or more on apple, God forbid? That that entire problem was about French bread. There you go. So, yeah, that's all I got. My turn. Yeah. Hiccups. Hiccups? Yeah. That's not what you told me. What did I tell you? You didn't say hiccups were your problem this week? What did I say it was? You said... Here, I'll pull it up. I got the text message. Hold on. Let me fumble around with this touchscreen. This fucking awful, shitty technology. Oh, I said computer graphics, didn't I? No. You said... Oh, you just said sharks. I didn't even know... You didn't say that you had a second problem. You got me. Hiccups. Hiccups. Okay. Every time I get the hiccups, I am afraid that I will have them for the rest of my life. Oh. It is, I am more afraid of hiccups than I am of getting pulled over by a cop while I'm drunk. Do you understand how frightening that is? There is nothing more frightening than getting the hiccups. It's frightening that you drive drunk. You shouldn't be afraid that you're going to get pulled over that you're driving drunk. You should be afraid that you're driving drunk. I am afraid of that too. Okay. Not as afraid (laughs) of getting pulled over as getting pulled over. (laughs) Okay. Have you ever had the hiccups, Maddox? Yeah. (laughs) It's terrifying. (laughs) Okay, tell Charles me. Charles Osborne. Yeah. Charles Osborne hiccuped for 68 years. Dick, you realize that that's an extreme outlier in the statistics, right? That's but really it unlikely. Happen. Anybody could be Charles Osborne. No, that's not true. What Charles, do you mean it's not true? Charles Osborne had some specific condition that obviously is really uncommon. Otherwise, you'd hear about more Charles Osborne's. Jennifer Mee of Florida hiccuped for 35 days. Well, can you imagine that? Yeah. Well, you couldn't even function well, hiccuping you, for 35. It could happen to anybody. That's all I'm saying. Dick, I function all the time when I hiccup. It's just kind of annoying. You know those this show where it's not about our minor grievances and annoyances? Yeah. That's a minor grievance and annoyance. Bob Taylor, 27 years hiccuping. Yeah. Wow. Big problem, Dick. Are you also like one of these people, let's call them kids, who when the lights go off, they're afraid that it will be dark forever? No, I don't care about that. <laughs> okay. But hiccups, I'm terrified of. Yeah. Yeah. You're afraid, you're, Dick, I don't believe this. I don't believe that you are genuinely that stupid to believe that you might never stop hiccuping what, when you, you hiccup. What, you just get them and then you just know that they're going away so yes. you're fine about it? Because basic human physiology is the same. And most people experience the same calamities the same way. Most people experience pain the same way. Most people orgasm the same way. 
Most people sneeze the same way. So when I get a hiccup, I know that it's going to stop eventually because it stops in most people. But you, you don't know. You yeah. don't know for sure. Chris McKernan started hiccuping at 19, and he hiccuped for 60 days. 1.4 million hiccups. They, they calculated the he number did. of hiccups. Yeah. yeah, That's a really useless number. Yeah. Well, it's a bigger problem than fucking bread. French bread. French bread. No, you know what? Let's call it fucking bread, because that's what it is. It's fucking French bread. It's fucking awful. And I, I, I looked high and low for this documentary, or it was a, a video, or a, not a video, a, an article I read a long time ago. I think it was on BBC. Yeah. It talked about how all these chefs were going to be calling a boycott on French bread. Because they said it was universally the worst bread. Everybody hated it. All the chefs hated it. It never adds to the food. It only takes away. Yeah, but it's convenient. It fills your gut. It's might as well eat a sponge. It's convenient. It's fun like a sword. Like you can brandish it. The only reason it's convenient, Dick, is because it's around everywhere. If they replaced that bread with something better, then that bread that's better would be convenient, wouldn't it? Like a bunch of rye. Like you're going to take a bunch of handfuls of rye bread camping with you. No. I'll tell you what's good. Non-bread. Huh? There is a real fucking slice of bread, buddy. Mm. Non-bread. Carry that shit around. I'll eat that oh, shit for non, days. Oh, the Indian non. bread? The Indian bread? Yeah, it's delicious. Well, it's a little thick and heavy. No, no, it's not, man. Non-bread is thinner than French bread. It's like a tortilla. It's denser than French bread, but it's not thicker. Okay, denser. You ever had that Ethiopian bread? It's, it's awful. It's kind of spongy. I hate it. Well, the thing is fucking great. It's like sourdough, no, it's but great. it's really, yeah, it's like no, it's in, injera great. or it's something like that. It's sour and it dissolves Ugh. in your mouth. Ethiopians are not known for food, buddy. They're, All right, I'm going to yeah. say it. I'm going to say I'm going to say food it. is good, man. It's good to avoid. Here's the thing with Ugh. Ethiopian food. I finally have had good Ethiopian cuisine where I would still place it. The best I've ever had was pretty good. Still only an eight on the scale compared to average Indian food. No, I agree Indian food is better. Yeah. Indian food's way better. Ethiopian food often gets compared to Indian food because it's saucy and you eat it with that big thing, with a big yeah. piece of bread. But that bread, first of all, let's not call it bread. Let's not insult bread by calling Ethiopian bread bread. What kind of bread it's do not. you like? I told you, non-bread. That's your favorite kind of bread? Non is great. I like I like wheat. I like wheat bread. Oh, that's the worst kind of bread. No, man. Wheat bread, some the honey, brown stuff? Some honey wheat. You, you know what? You want some good bread, buddy? I'll make you some bread. I'm, I'm a bread maker. Yeah, I make like really you make good bread. 3D renders. Is your bread gonna come out looking like I just no shit fuck it? face? If you just <laughs> if you walk into the kitchen and you just drink my my yeast while it's leavening, oh god, that that's, sounds disgusting. That's essentially what you're doing with my beautiful works of art, my 3D art that you're judging before it's finished. Yeah, Sean, you've had my bread. I, I make cinnamon raisin bread. Sean, you you've had my bread. I want you to tell tell the world. The audience that we were listening, we're broadcasting to the entire world. What you think of my bread? It was good, but I was really hungry. <laughs> Fuck you, Sean. Why do you have to qualify it? That's the dick qualification. Fucking bullshit. I got shit on all over. Dick, I want to get to my last problem here. Okay. My last problem. Are we comparing this episode to the top ten comedy podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I'm going to save it right here. Okay. All right. Biggest problem in the universe is horses. <laughs> yeah, horses. Horses are the biggest problem, Dick. Way bigger problem than sharks. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I hate, Dick? Horses. You know what I love? Horse meat and glue. 
Two of my favorite things, horse meat and glue. While animal-based glue has fallen out of style in the last 60 years or so, some companies still make animal-based glues, which is awesome for book setters because it takes longer to set, which gives book setters more time to work on their books. That's a fact. Oh, yeah, they still, they still use animal-based glues in a lot of books. Horses are stupid. That's a fact. I looked it up. There's a website called Quora, which, uh, where people ask questions and get them answered. Someone asked, are dogs smarter than horses? In this, in, it's kind of like Yahoo Answers, but the people who answer are supposedly experts. This is the... <laughs> That's so it's exactly the same as Yahoo Answers? Well, Yahoo Answers lets anyone answer. But oh, okay. Yeah, this this has right. supposedly experts answering, right? Okay. The first sentence of the answer to the question, are dogs smarter than horses, says, dogs and horses have very different kinds of intelligence. Uh-huh. Already, that first sentence in and of itself is bullshit. The article goes on, Horses never make the same mistake that dogs do. They never think that you're another horse. Well, that's good, because I'd hate to be mistaken for a big, dumb animal with goofy teeth and giant dopey eyes on the side of my head like a fish. Horses are like land fish with giant legs and they shit everywhere. There's your fucking... That's, they're worse than sharks. They're like sharks of the land, buddy. You don't like you don't like sharks and vote up horses. How many horses, horse attacks have there ever been? Horses attack people all the fucking time. Just YouTube it. There's tons of horses kicking people and gnawing at people and neighing. Mm. <laughs> stupid. Listen to that stupid laugh. That's not a laugh. That's the sound they make. Sounds like they're laughing. They're not laughing at you. Is that why you hate them? <laughs> he feels really paranoid because one time he was at a farm and he thought a horse laughed at him. <laughs> yeah, he was pissing and the. Horse came by. He's like, are you laughing at my dick? <laughs> Fucking hate horses, man. Why? I'll, I'm getting to that. Here's a fact. Did you know that the smell of horse manure is the number one reason people have a bad time at state fairs? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a fact. As if corn dogs and shitty fried food needed the aid of horse shit to taste awful. You don't like state fairs either? No, they're fine. Okay. I just don't like the, the constant whiff of horse manure. Hmm. Being shoveled into my nose. All right, city boy. Wafted into my... Oh, oh, oh wow. <laughs> dick Mas- Slick Dick Masterson. You don't just get used to it? That's what it smells like. Yeah, you can get used to the smell of shit, Dick. That's also called not showering. It's awful. Here's some more from Quora. That article it says, Like elephants, horses display an almost obsessive love of learning. Yeah, that's how I would describe a horse. Uh, As displaying an obsessive love of learning. Horses just love to read those fucking animals. Those street sharks. You really value intelligence in animals, don't you? That was your, I think that was your big problem with dogs, too, that they're not smart enough. Dogs, people always say dogs are so smart. Well, if they're so fucking smart, why don't they build an oil platform? Yeah, because they're dogs. Yeah, exactly. What if it was like Mr. Ed was a horse, where he could talk to you and like be a human? Yeah. Would, then would you like horses? I would respect them the- a little bit more, but it depends on what they have to say. All libertarian agenda. <laughs> Fuck that horse. Turn it into glue, man. I fucking love glue. Uh, this is why, so the article goes on, this is why they're so amenable to human taming. We teach them what to do, and they love us for it. Yeah, Way to interpret a horse's emotions, you fucking ape. As far as the horse is concerned, by learning what to do, they gain the kind of control for their world that they can appreciate. Horses aren't terribly interested in why. The question why. 
If a horse displays curiosity, it is usually because he or she wants to know what will happen in a given situation and learn what he or she should do about it. Yeah. Because that's what horses are doing. They're sitting there observing other horses and other people and trying this to is, decide. This yeah. is really anthropomorphic. Anthropomo- anthropomorphic. No, yeah. let him do it. Let An- him do it. Anthropo- <laughs> I can't do it. This is all getting cut. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sean, it's, an- it's anthropomorphic. And what they're doing, it's also, Thank you. it is also teleological, Dick. No, it's not. It's yes, just it you is. It's bitching about horses not being smart enough. It's. It's like you're comparing them to a human for some weird no, reason. No, I'm not. This is the article, Dick. That's what they're it's saying. It's not an article. It's a Q&A on Quora. Well, whatever. He says, They convey their emotions to one another by moving in an emotive way so that any horse seeing it automatically experiences some of the same emotional state, a condition akin to the one in which humans respond to in a song. Yeah. Well, yeah. that sounds true and if stupidly said. Well, there you go, Dick. I guess it fucking sounds true. Must be true. It's, it's convincing. This Quora article about comparing horses' intelligence to dogs and elephants sounds convincing enough. Fine. Go ahead and fucking you marry, you marry your fucking uh, your, your street fish, your street shark, horses. Horses have done more for the human race than probably any other animal. Garbage. What they, have they done? Well, they were... Uh, they were cars for thousands of years. Okay, horses are not cars. Go on. They were transportation before we, cars. We used them for transportation. And by the way, Dick, I love riding horses, okay? And, what are you, and a 14-year-old girl? You get off your bicycle and jump on a horse? <laughs> so fucking tired of this. Dick, I have some good news. <laughs> I've been railing about horses for a while now, mm-hmm. but I have some good good horse news, some actual good horse news. Okay. Here it is. In 2011, 2011, President Barack Obama quietly signed into law a spending bill that restores horse slaughtering in America. Okay. The reason? Well, turns out that uh, they banned horse slaughtering for meat in America. Mm. And the ban backfired because the horse slaughtering industry went to Canada and Mexico. This is from the yeah, Washington the Times. Happened. Yeah. Without FDA oversight. So they, they just started slaughtering horses in Canada in Mexico. and Mexico without FDA oversight. And then yeah. sending that tainted meat oftentimes to the U.S. Uh-huh. And people were getting sick from eating horse meat. The ban was in place in 2006 when the U.S. funded inspectors checking on horse butchering plants were simply defunded. Yeah. That's, that essentially ended the industry. So Barack Obama in 2011 quietly signed into law, allowing horse slaughtering again. That's, that's one of my favorite things that he's ever done, the horse slaughtering bill. Hmm. That's cool. And this is from the Washington Times. A June report by the Government Accountability Office, Congress's chief investigation branch, said that the ban depressed prices for horses in the U.S. and led to a surge in the reports of neglect or abuse as owners of older ho- horses had no way of disposing of them, short of selling them to foreign slaughtering facilities where U.S. humane slaughtering pr- uh, protections do not apply. So there you go. Did you know that the Mongols, in addition to riding their horses, when they ran low on supplies and water, would drink the horse's blood? Yeah. Yeah, how about that? Pretty well, useful. Makes sense. Pretty yeah. useful. Pretty useful. Pretty eating, useful animal. Eating horses is definitely a solution, but you horses by them. themselves, they, they have those beady fucking eyes that are always staring at you from the side of their head 
like a fucking fish. You know, what's the difference between a flounder? Uh, what's the difference between a guppy or a goldfish and a horse? Pretty much just legs. They're no fucking different. They're both stupid animals. They just stand there bleh, 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 with their stupid mouths open, agape. So you, what are you, like a cat guy? Because cats are more intelligent than that. Are you like a big into cats? I'm a parrot guy. Cats are okay. Because <laughs> it'll just repeat whatever you say. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That's, now, that's a smart fucking bird. Uh. Birds are way smarter than horses. And by the way, I've never had to worry about stepping on bird shit. Yeah, birds will shit on you sometimes. They'll shit so all over horse, your car. So horses, you ever seen a horse with diarrhea? Nope. Sprays fucking everywhere. There was a horse one time. Pony Express, you heard of that? Yeah. Where are they? Are they still in business, Dick? Y- yeah, they're called the USPS. But uh, they're not delivering their mail by ponies, are they? No. No, they're not. we got cars. Yeah, because cars are better than horses. You know what else is better than horses? Humans. Technology. Yeah. Horses are yesterday, man. Horses are the past. Cars and rocket ships are the future. Yeah. Humans are the solution to the problem. Humans are the final solution to horses. <laughs> I think you're going to get some pretty big downvotes on this one. I don't think so, man. I, I believe in our They're fans. They're very useful, horses. You, couldn't have a, you can have a cowboy I, without a horse. I'm not denying they're useful, Dick. I'm saying they're annoying animals with their beady mouth, their, their beady eyes, and their big fucking buck teeth. I don't think, <laughs> they're, a big, I don't think they're a big problem, though. They're a big problem. <laughs> All right. Listen to that stupid laugh. <laughs> Not a laugh. <laughs> what do you think so funny, dickhead? <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> what do you think smarter? You or an elephant? <laughs> stupid fucking dumb animals. Uh. What are you, you going to vote on this week? <laughs> That's right. Vote for yourself, you fucking dumb horse. Stupid. A horse. You know Why do you I'll, hate horse? Is it because girls like horses? No, man. This has jealous? nothing to do with girls. This has nothing to do with girls. No. I just they think they, they, they look stupid. They're greedy animals. They're greedy. And their their hair, their mane. Oh, they think they're so pretty walking around. <laughs> I don't mane. think they think that. They think that. <laughs> oh. Didn't you read that Quora article, Dick? They're, they Was it written by a themselves? horse? Yeah. Sounds like it. Oh, that's what it was. It was written by a fucking horse. All right, you're, you're clomping about crazy horses. Horses can't even walk around on our modern pavement without horseshoes. Did you know that? Yeah, they have to have horseshoes on. Otherwise, their stupid hooves get splintered. Idiots. We got shoes. Dumb. Maybe you don't. Socrates? Did he have shoes? Socrates? Yeah. Mm, I mean, shoes. he didn't always wear them. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Right. Thanks, horse. That was a good joke. <laughs> Anyway, Dick, uh, my problems this week were French bread, which I would gladly eat as long as it had horse meat in between. Mm-hmm. And horses. My problems are sharks and hiccups. <laughs> ah, great, because you're afraid hiccups might never end. They might not. Hey, this is President William Henry Harrison, and I have got to say, Maddox, you are the smartest motherfucker I know. Dick, how the fuck can you support the Washington Redskins nickname? Do you think I heedlessly slaughtered those savages at the Battle of Tippy Canoe <laughs> to have them commemorated by this great nation's capital? That's Fuck true. that shit. And Maddox, I totally agree with your initiative of not wearing jackets. In fact, I'm planning to go jacketless during my inauguration because I'm a rugged son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, cool. Dick, go fuck thyself. That's how he died. <laughs> Good joke. 
Good. Hey, white man, Dick Maddox. This is a president of Nigeria calling long distance. <laughs> this is how I talk. There he is. I heard that Maddox is taking credit for our ban on female mutilation. Yeah. Is it true? Before yes. today, I haven't laid eyes on this podcast, so I do not want you to say it's because of you, but I thank you for spreading the good word. Also, Dick, go fuck yourself. That's right. The president of Nigeria called in to confirm that I... Yours truly, your magnanimous host, ended female genital mutilation in Africa, well, Nigeria. Smart. I got one for Sean. Oh, uh, hello. This is Dr. Richard Handler from the California State Genitalia Competition Association. I'm calling <laughs> for uh, Sean, the audio engineer. <laughs> I just wanted to inform him that the judging has been completed and he won several awards last week at the 2015 California State Penis Contest and oh, Chili Cook-Off. Here's the um, And Mr. Sean, the audio engineer, you can stop by our L.A. office anytime this week to collect the ribbons for the following awards. Mm -hmm. um, first prize you won, uh, this would be several awards. The first being largest pee hole circumference. Uh, <laughs> congratulations there. Also, you took home first prize for best smell. So again, congratulations. Uh, we'll move on now. You also took home second prize in the best tattoo category. Oh, and yeah. I, I must say, I really enjoyed your depiction of um, Urkel writing Snuffleupagus. That was very, very creative, and Tasty. I enjoyed that very tattoo. much. Uh, you also won third prize here for sharpest angle. And I've got to tell you, that 78-degree <laughs> bend you have going on there probably oh. would have won first prize almost any other year. I can fuck around corners. But unfortunately, those are the breaks. Um, but, oh, I'm sorry. I, I missed one, actually. You, you also won first prize for most unique taste. And then finally, <laughs> um, you did win smell. overall best in show. So congratulations. Oh, hey, Please stop by our office and show. pick that up. Um, I'd also like to just address something to Dick and Maddox here because um, here, here's the thing, guys. If you want to enter the contest, you need to actually show up. Just sending me picture after picture of your erect penises isn't going to cut it. Oh, um, no, I thought that would do it. <laughs> yeah. no. you, you mean we have to arrive? Arrive? Is that a horse joke? <laughs> what do you mean? Did you, you mean it. come? Yeah, that's what that means. Oh, Great. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Let me find one more here. Horses thrown off my game, all these fucking horse nays. Yeah, you really hate horses, dude. I don't yeah. know why. I told you, they're, they they look like big cows with turkey legs, and then they have a stupid fish head. Okay, so they're just on their looks? Their looks? Their arrogance? Oh, their arrogance. Their that's, vanity? That's where you lose me. Their horses are very arrogant creatures. Oh, they think they're so pretty. Oh, they, oh, fucking horse mane. Uh, Yo, Maddox, you fucking bitch. How dare you fucking say Smash is just a <laughs> casual game. It is. It's the most Dude, casual. Like, you're officially confirmed for troll status now. Okay. Because, I mean, it's obvious to anyone who's even remotely decent <laughs> at Smash Brothers that it's actually a ridiculously <laughs> deep and complex fighting yeah, game. But. I thought you would know about that sort of thing, um, but apparently, uh, apparently, I was a mistake. You're just a whiny little vagina. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, but you have to be really honest with yourself about what you are. And, yeah, um, you know, I I hate to say it like that. Not really. I actually love. <laughs> Sounds to say like, it like you that, hate but, to say uh, it like that. Yeah. Anyway, go fuck yourself. 
Yeah, it sounds like you really and, hated uh, saying, oh, fuck. Yeah, keep it real. Does this voicemail ever <laughs> end like know. the Smash Brothers series? Can that series just fucking end? And let me go on the, let me go on the record to state this, Dick. I don't, okay. want, I don't want my words to be misconstrued. Let me be completely clear that Smash Brothers is a garbage casual game uh-huh. for garbage casual players. Yeah. It is the most casual of fighting games. Okay. Um, there's two buttons in the game. And they both do the same thing. Well, they both do random things every time you push it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you jump. Sometimes you kick. Sometimes you shoot rockets. Nobody knows. Press a button in Smash Brothers. Nobody knows what it's going to do. Yeah. It's, it's like fighting roulette. Oh, 36, 36 moves. They're, fr- they're proud of 36 moves. You know what? I will show you. I will show you the move list. I'll play Street Fighter V and enable the moves on screen so it shows the, the inputs. Mm-hmm. I will guarantee in three seconds I'll put in over 36 inputs. If you guys think that that's, that's what defines a good fighting game, I do that regularly, buddy. I did mo- more than 36 inputs while I was saying that last sentence on my fucking keyboard over here. Sounds like a good night. 36 <laughs> inputs, uh, and then I'm done. Blah. You're done after two, buddy. <laughs> why Why would you want to know that or be happy about it? Uh, that's what one of the comments said in our bonus episode. Buy this week's bonus episode, this month's bonus episode. Mm. Hey, Madcox. This is uh, Chuck from Fairfax, Virginia. I get that you're the ultimate paternalist. It comes through loud and clear in all of your writing and your podcasts. You think you know better than everyone else. Get that's that. true, right? Yeah. And part of that stems from your, your utter conviction that everyone else is a moron. Right. Also acceptable. Now, what I what confuses me is your support for paternalistic statism. What I mean is the government thinking that they know better than everyone else. It's so confusing to me because if you think everyone else is a dumbass, why would you trust them to enact laws that controls your life and the lives of everyone else? Yeah. Uh, want to know that about paternalism you. and statism should be antithetical to what you believe. Mm. And yet, time and time again, like with the smoking in the uh, most recent episode, you support statist paternalistic laws. Uh, yeah. just All right, so go ahead. Why, why is that? Flawed reasoning, flawed caller. So he assumes something about me, which is that I think everyone else is a dumbass. That's not true. There are oh. varying degrees of stupidity. There are varying degrees of intelligence. Uh-huh. And I just happen to be at the top of that list. But here's the thing. People, people, who, people who are dumb fall under a spectrum. It's not an absolute. I'm not an absolutist. In most... In most regards, uh-huh. right? So when it comes to statism or paternalism, I'm not even sure what he was talking about there. I, I know that you're not sure what he's talking about. Yeah, why? Because well, it's very clear. What's clear, Dick? Which part? That you're paternalistic or that you want the government control, to control everyone's life? Well, that, that I'm paternalistic. Yeah, because you tell everybody what they're doing wrong and how they should live. No, I don't. Okay. I don't tell. I don't tell. Look, I'll sometimes correct people. I will sometimes do that. You see the way you're wagging your pen at us <laughs> like a dad? That's that's where it comes from. That's why we're under the mistaken impression that you're paternalistic. Dick, your mistake in that sentence and that observation <laughs> Here to me it comes. I don't is, even think you can say that, this without shaking is, your finger at us. Is that I'm shaking my Try pen. Try your finger. Just no, go all the way. I do my finger all the fucking time, Dick. I wag my <laughs> finger all the time. But here's the thing. I'm using oh, this pen off. here because I'm, I'm shaking it not like a father but like a wizard. Put that in your hat and smoke it. Yeah idiots everyone's an idiot except for me 